0: Like he was desperate not to be caught, or the faraway look in his eyes when she spotted him across the subway platform. Whatever the reason, it seemed to Lucy that the idea of ever meeting him, the idea of even saying something as harmless as hello, was unlikely for reasons she couldn't quite articulate. When the elevator had wrenched to a stop, their eyes met, and in spite of the situation, she'd found herself wondering, ridiculously, whether he recognized her too but then the lights above them had snapped off, and they were both left blinking into the darkness, the floor still quivering beneath them. There were a few metallic sounds from above, two loud clanks followed by a sharp bang, and then something seemed to settle, and except for the faint beat of his music, it was silent. As her eyes adjusted, Lucy could see him frown and then pull out his earbuds. He glanced in her direction before turning to face the panel of buttons, jabbing at a few with his thumb. When they refused to light up, he finally hit the red emergency one, and they both cocked their heads, waiting for the speaker to crackle to life. Nothing happened, so he punched it again, then once more. Finally, he lifted his shoulders in a shrug. It must be the whole building, he said without turning around. Lucy lowered her eyes, trying to avoid the little red arrow above the door, which was poised somewhere between the numbers ten and eleven. She was doing her best not to picture the empty elevator shaft below or the thick cables stretched above them. I'm sure they're already working on it, she said, though she wasn't at all sure. She'd been in the elevator when it got stuck before, but never when the lights had gone out too. And now her legs felt unsteady beneath her, her stomach wound tight. Already, the air seemed too warm and the space too small. She cleared her throat. George is just downstairs, so. The boy turned to face her, and though it was still too dark for details, she could see him more clearly with each minute that passed. She was reminded of a science experiment her class did in fifth grade, where the teacher dropped a mint into each of the students' cupped palms, then switched off the lights and told them to bite down hard, and a series of tiny sparks lit up the room. This was how he seemed to her now, his teeth flashing when he spoke, the whites of his eyes bright against the blackness. Yeah, but if it's the whole building, this could take a while, he said, slumping against the wall. And my dad's not around this afternoon. My parents are away too, Lucy told him, and she could just barely make out the expression on his face, an odd look in her direction. I meant because he's the super, he said, but he's just in Brooklyn, so I'm sure he'll be back soon. Do you think- she began, then paused, not sure how to phrase the question. Do you think we're okay till then? I think we'll be fine, he said, his voice reassuring. Then, with a hint of amusement, he added, unless, of course, you're afraid of the dark. I'm okay, she said, sliding down the wall until she was sitting on the floor, her elbows resting on her knees. She attempted a smile, which emerged a little wobbly. I've heard monsters prefer closets to elevators. Then I think we're in the clear, he said, sitting down too, his back against the opposite corner. He pulled his phone from his pocket, and in the dim light, his hair glowed green as he bent his head over it. No signal. It's usually pretty iffy in here anyway, Lucy said, reaching for her own phone before realizing she'd left it upstairs. She'd only run down to grab the mail, a quick round trip to the lobby and back and now it felt like a particularly bad moment to find herself completely empty-handed. So, the boy said, tipping his head back against the wall. Come here often? She laughed. I've logged some time in this particular elevator, yes? I think you're about to log a lot more, he said with a rueful smile. I'm Owen, by the way. I feel like we should probably introduce ourselves, so I don't end up calling you Elevator Girl whenever I tell this story. I could live with Elevator Girl, she said. But Lucy works too, I'm in 24D. He hesitated a moment, then gave a little shrug. I'm in the basement. Right, she said, remembering too late, and she was glad for the darkness which hid the flush in her cheeks. The building was like a small country in and of itself, and this was the currency. When you met someone new, you didn't just give your name but your apartment number as well only she'd forgotten that the super always lived in the small two-bedroom flat in the basement, a floor Lucy had never visited. In case you're wondering why I'm on my way up, he said after a moment, I've figured out that the view's a whole lot better on the roof. I thought nobody was allowed up there. He slipped